It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning. KSL News Time is 8 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. We have been keeping our eye on a house fire in Tooele near 2nd South and 2nd West. KSL TV's Kara Bracken is at the scene and spoke with someone who lives nearby. He is saying that in that house that it was burned slash the firefighters, they are still on scene. Says that there were two people inside, a man and a woman. Uh, they are saying that the woman was taken to the hospital. Again, we're waiting to talk with the fire department right now. The chief, he's running around, but he obviously is tied up right now, uh, still working on uh, on cleaning up the scene and getting things uh, under wraps. Kara says firefighters are now mopping up the scene. Neighbors say they have water damage in their home after trying to help fight the fire. The Utah Drought special coverage on KSL News Radio. Officials are going to stop releasing water from Flaming Gorge to Lake Powell a month early. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. The Utah Drought. Adam? Tim, they were supposed to continue through April, but officials are suspending the flow, at least for now. Snowpack levels are ranging from 120 to 140 percent throughout the upper Colorado River Basin, including Utah. Chuck Cullum, executive director of the Upper Colorado River Commission, described the release as like a loan in times of crisis. He tells CNN the promising snowpack levels are giving us a once-in-a-decade chance to pay that loan back. But Gene Shawcraft, chair of the Colorado River Authority of Utah, says there is still work to do. It's going to take a number of significantly wet years to fill um, both Lake Powell and Lake Mead back up again. Lake Powell recently hit its lowest level ever at just 22% capacity. Reporting live in Salt Lake City, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A bill sitting on Governor Cox's desk should get rid of the use it or lose it mentality at the heart of Utah's agricultural water rights. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell continues our team coverage the Utah drought. Under this bill, if a farmer has, say, 100 shares of water but only uses 80, they won't lose access to the remaining 20 shares. They'll be able to either use it elsewhere on their farm or leave it for public benefit and be compensated for that. Whilst they won't be able to expand their acreage, the bill does allow farmers to expand their farming portfolio. For example, they could plant other crops that use more water. The bill will go into effect July 1st if Governor Cox signs off. Salt Lake County getting ready for the spring runoff about two months early. Kate Monker is the director of the Salt Lake County Flooding Control and Engineering. The creek crosses the roads, right? So you have the bridges and the culverts. That's usually where, where we see problems in a high runoff scenario with potentially debris getting caught or hung up on those structures. And that's where we can see issues most of the time. So those would be the choke, choke points that we would pay attention to. Monker says the weather patterns over the next few months will be key for them to watch. Kevin Costner says two of his films this year will be shot in Washington County. Parts two and three of Horizon and American Saga will be filmed in Zion National Park. That's according to Zion tourism officials. The team says this landscape has been the setting for several films and commercials over the years, but nothing to this magnitude. Officials say these films will bring more than $90 million to the area. I can't wait to see it either. Me too. And, and there's a real yearning, you know, with the success of Yellowstone and then the two spinoffs from it. Yeah. There's a real yearning for the old 
Western. I think so. And we've got the perfect backdrop for it here in Utah. Some Utah residents are turning to community gardens in the fight against inflation. Spencer Mears successfully started a garden last year, and now he's hoping to add gardens to areas with a lot of residents like apartments. I get a lot of responses of people liking the idea, thinking it's a great thing to do, but then actually getting people to step up to help out has been a real challenge. Finding permanent homes for these gardens is a main focus this year. KSL's top national stories this hour. A trip across the southern border ended in tragedy after four Americans were kidnapped by Mexican drug lords last week. Mexican authorities believe the four were mistaken as gang rivals. Only two of them survived the deadly ambush. Two Americans who survived a kidnapping in Mexico are back in the U.S., arriving in a convoy of ambulances, military trucks with mounted machine guns and SUVs. Police say the survivors and two of their friends, all from South Carolina, were kidnapped in Matamoros, Mexico, Friday across the border from Brownsville, Texas, an area plagued by drug cartel violence. ABC's Andrew Dimbert reporting. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and Senator Elizabeth Warren go toe-to-toe over how to handle the nation's economic challenges. The central bank is gearing up for yet another rate increase. Warren argues there are other ways to fight inflation, like addressing supply chain issues and price gouging. She says under the Fed's plan, millions of Americans will lose jobs. If you could speak directly to the two million hardworking people who have decent jobs today, who you're planning to get fired over the next year, what would you say to them? Inflation is extremely high, and it's hurting the working people of this country badly, all of them, not just two million of them. Senator Warren also argued the Fed's moves could trigger a recession. ABC's Liz Nagy reporting. First look traffic takes us back to you, Andy. Amanda, the drive on I-15 has gotten bogged down through the middle of the valley, in particular right where you'd expect between Midvale and Murray. In Davis County, the southbound drive had busy traffic come and go in Kaysville and Farmington. Now the only southbound slowing I'm seeing is on Legacy between Farmington and Centerville. Uh, And uh, the city streets, of course, Bangor and Mountain View, the usual delays on the west side right now going up towards 201. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.